Hey guys, super excited uh, about today's podcast. But before I talk about today's podcast, go to youtube.com slash Gary VEE. I'm super fired up about Weekly V008. Uh, I said it last time I promoted Weekly V. I can't believe the comments. People are kind of like sit down, like TV watching style, throwing it on the smart TVs and things of that nature. I'm super flattered, super excited about it. Uh, this Weekly V is super loaded with a bunch of podcast action between Damon John and Sam Parr. Then there's a really epic uh, meeting I had with the Minnesota Rocker that is the uh, team that I own in the Call of Duty League, the minority owner along with the Vikings ownership group. Uh, Minnesota Rocker meeting, really interesting. Gets into my mindset about business and operations and marketing of kind of a startup. Uh, There's some Vayner Sports action at the uh, Combine and there's a really fantastic uh, podcast I did with an incredibly... Uh, incredibly fresh fashion brand called Mad Happy that's in the hoodie space doing a lot of interesting stuff. We got into some real shit there. Anyway, uh, back to the podcast. Go to uh, youtube.com slash Gary B-E-E Weekly V-008 Now Active. Go watch. Go subscribe. Tweet me if you like it. See ya. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What's up, podcast? In today's episode, Gary talks about how he wants you to forget all the insecurities and take action. He explains how this is a never-ending game of attention, distribution, and arbitrage. So make sure to hit him up and leave a review to let us know what you thought, and I hope you enjoy. You're actually part, part of a very small, interesting group for me, which is I know how big the opportunity is. I know that 99% of people have no idea it's happening. You do. So you're part of 1% of the whole thing that understands it's happening, now it's yours to lose. I would argue that if you are not able to achieve what you want to achieve in life, and you're at this conference during this time, then you really misexecuted. Then you really got into the things that I worry about when I put out content, which is you worry way too much about stuff that does not matter. That you're worried way too much about other people's opinions, which is the biggest reason you don't take chances because you worry about how people judge your failures, then, then you're doing a lot of other things that are leading to huge levels of missed shots and missed opportunities. And so that's why I speak so much about being insular, having the right intent, because literally fundamentally, if you synthesize everything I've just said, non-action is the fundamental reason that most of you will fail. At this point, being in this room, at this conference, during this time, and understanding quite a bit of what's actually happening. Non-action, which if you take all the way to the seed of a human being, is insecurity. Which is probably the biggest reason that I create content, because I hope that you use me as your shield to do At the most high level, I would hope to inspire people to become practitioners instead of pontificators in the craft of the opportunity. There is only one reason I stand up here at this keynote and have people want to hear what I have to say. It's because no matter what has been happening to me, I've not lost my pulse on the craft of what I do. How many people here have been following me for longer than a year? So, one more time, hands I just wanna see. Great, almost all of you. Most of you, 60, 70% of you. I'm a simple dude. 
I basically only believe in like 10 or 12 things and I pump out an obnoxious amount of content, which means that over the course of a year, you're gonna pretty much grasp what my pillars are. I think the only thing that allows me the luxury of keeping your attention over the long haul is my ability to stay relevant to where the opportunities are. The only reason after a year or two that it's worth your time to give to me versus something else, it's because I have had a good career for 20 years of having enough intuition on what consumers are gonna do, but way more importantly, I don't talk about Alexa skills and briefings. I make an Alexa skill and briefing so that I understand it. And, and I would tell you there's a huge lesson in that. I think a lot of people, especially if they get in a level of success, start getting too far away from the craft and you start building around the raising the capital, the exiting of the company, the writing of the book, you know, the speaking on the keynote. Like you just get away from the work. And I would argue that it's never been more important to stay on top of the work because every day it's changing. Right To me, I'm running late this morning to our first meetings and I quickly go on Instagram Live because they just created a new update where it allows you to bring people into your live stream that are watching you and I did not feel comfortable being here today without trying and tasting it and understanding the functionality in case one of you asked me a question about it. And it's an important insight. It's important insight and it is the absolute opportunity because when you think about the way I think about it, I talk about day trading attention. And when you talk about day trading attention, I'm not a Wall Street guy, I'm not a capitals guy, but I understand the difference between day trading and putting something into a mutual fund and watching it grow, right? There's a very different speed, there's a very different understanding, and that's how I think about it. You know, my sign now says day trading attention. A year ago it used to say marketing in the year that we live in. Why did I change it from marketing in the year that you live in to day trading attention? It was because I realized, oh my God, everything we're about to talk about is happening even faster that even if you believe in something for that year, within that year, it's changing too much. Influencer marketing and Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and Line and WeChat, this stuff is changing too fast and we are not keeping up with the subtle features because if you really understand this, you know, you look at something like Instagram stories or Facebook watch or all these subtleties, in those little sub arbitrages, polling in an Instagram, in those little features, in those little updates, are oftentimes the marginal opportunity that is the biggest difference between growing your business and not. And so it's exhausting and it's difficult, but I have one very important statement around this for everybody, tough luck. You know, no matter how we want it, listen, I wish that we never evolved from email. In 1996, I had 90% open rates on my email newsletter. I was crushing it. Life was good. I had figured out email. Then in the early 2000s, I'd figured out Google AdWords. I wish that never changed. I had figured it out. I won on that. Then YouTube came out. I had one of the first long form shows on YouTube in 2006. I figured it out. I liked it. I wish Twitter didn't come along, but it did and then I spent 15 hours a day tweeting all of you. 
and then I grew into one of the most followed people on Twitter and then Facebook evolved and like Instagram came up and Snapchat came. Like this is a never ending game of attention, distribution and arbitrage and so I think the biggest thing that you need to understand is the best product will always win if people know about it. I continue to execute, I continue to do, I'm, I'm very fascinated by how much time people spend dwelling and debating. I think we glorify strategy and we underestimate execution. I feel like if you look historically and rewind the biggest successes, the strategy came from the execution and you did some Monday morning quarterback. I'm a real genius in hindsight because I can manipulate how I got there after the fact. I'm gonna talk about so many things in different ways than the intent that was at first because you don't even realize that your strategy came from it because when you're doing, the strategy's happening in real time, you almost forget why you were doing it in the first place and so I promise you, indecisiveness and debate and pontificating and ultimately ego is stopping so many people from being successful. And while I'm on that, how many people have more than 10 employees? Raise your hand. Great, I think it's worth bringing up. Hiring. I'm super passionate about hiring. How many people have more than 10 employees? Raise your hands. I think one of the biggest flaws in most of your companies is your own ego wrapped up in being somebody that's good at hiring. I wanna tell this story because I think it's one of the most fascinating things happening in small businesses. I'm stunned by how many small businesses, CEOs, founders, or owners think they're good at hiring and have made this a thing. They've made it a thing because they wrap their pride in hiring and here's what happens. I feel like my EQ and people skills are off the charts. I am baffled by how many horrible hires I've made in the last 20 years. A lot. So when I think about my intuition and ability and process and deploy that against the masses, I know a lot of you have made huge amounts of mistakes hiring. I so don't give a what you think about me that I'm very comfortable and excited about admitting that I was wrong and firing very quickly. Most people sit on people for a year or two because they don't want to be exposed at making a wrong decision. And in that time, enormous amounts of bad stuff happens to your business. I was very loud, Gary V, in 2009, 2010, but then I got very quiet for my standards in 2011, 12, 13, and then I started getting louder again in 14, 15, 15, 16, 17, right? For everybody else, there's a reason. I am my most excited when I think there's an arbitrage at scale. If I had been making content in 1996, I would have been talking and making videos and audio and written word about email until I put you into nausea. Then I would have gotten quiet in 99 because email had caught up. And then somewhere around 2001, I would have probably spent 24 months yelling at you that this Google AdWords thing is incredible. Intent marketing is incredible. If somebody's searching to drink wine, that's probably good to buy for five cents a click. 
and I would have yelled and screamed for two to three years on Google AdWords, and then somewhere around 2006, seven, it corrected. And da, 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 da. Every single person in this conference is going to regret not spending more money on Facebook and Instagram. Every single person in this conference, I'm talking, and by the way, I know some of you have a B2B SaaS business that you haven't been able to figure out how to do Facebook ads, but I know tons of B2B SaaS businesses that are selling top of the funnel and conversion-based sales every day on Facebook at scale because they're trying harder than you to figure out the creative that is the variable of success. Please understand that the creative is the absolute variable of success. That it may be the word or the picture or the video that hasn't let you be successful in Facebook, not Facebook. And so I sit here with, as you guys can tell, a different demeanor than sometimes when I speak because I think it's very serious. I think this is an enormous opportunity and I very honestly am excited that I know three of you are gonna email me in four years and it's gonna be like, Gary, you were right. I didn't spend enough on Facebook. As we end today's podcast, I wanna give a huge shout out to the people, you know, it's so funny, people that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So Dean, take it away. Which were our favorites this week? Thank you, Gary. Today's reviews, Real AF and Speechless, written in by Sal Vizone and Bohiba say, Gary is the man more so than any other entrepreneur. Gary really puts himself out there. He is constantly explaining what he thinks and why. He knows that his listeners want to learn his way, so he is always ensuring that he delivers value towards that. Pay attention and be like Gary. And secondly, first review I've ever written. Just had to say thanks to Gary V's unwavering truth, honesty, and not giving a about anybody else's opinion on anything. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Gary, for providing such a refreshment to the masses. I'm addicted for life. Absolutely amazing advice and content. Thank you both so much for writing in, and remember, keep leaving reviews, because yours could be next.